Binge. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Hannah. And we are here to tell you not the history of musicals today because we are going to do a Tony's preview. <laughs> um, so how have things been, Hannah? Oh, you know, things have been good. Um, I'm in New York with Jeremy, which is very exciting. Um, I'm on my summer from grad school. I just came back from an exciting uh, workshop with New York Theater Workshop. So I had a real good day today, Jeremy. Yeah, the New York Theater Workshop is the same place where Hadestown was originally staged. So Hannah and Hadestown are basically of equivalent <laughs> quality at this point. I wish. What a good segue, Jeremy. Uh, the talk of the town is... Hadestown. I hate myself. <laughs> what just like the talk of the town. Oh, okay. It was just it was like a little corny. <laughs> you don't need to feel that bad. It was okay. Anyway, um, so we have not recorded in a while. Mm-hmm. It is true. Um, I'm sorry, everyone. But... Since we have last recorded, now if this if the point of this podcast is to say what are the best musicals of all time in the history right. of Broadway, over a hundred years of Broadway musicals, what is the best one? That's really what this is all about. <laughs> and since we last recorded, the best musical of all time debuted on Broadway. Oh, I'm saying it right here. Take, I'm saying take, it right here. A hot take from Ger- from Ber- German. German. I'm not German? sure. So I don't know about German. I mean. I don't know how many people would agree with me it's the number one of all time, so I don't... But, it, but like, it being amazing is not a hot take. And here's the thing. Right now, I know you're thinking, like, oh, Jeremy always just has these big, bold <laughs> statements he makes, like, just, like, this is the best of this, this is the worst of this, so, like, this is just a meaningless thing, and he probably says, like, this was the best musical of all time all the time. But no, I'm, like... As you know, I'm very discerning when it comes to musicals. This is true. And there's never been a point in my entire life since I was born that a musical came out, and I'm like, this musical that just came out... Better than all the other ones that came up, like, ever. I didn't say that about Next to Normal. I didn't say that about Hamilton. But Hadestown, I've seen it twice. You've seen it twice? It is my favorite musical. I've done nothing for, like, two months but listen to the Off-Broadway soundtrack. Every Mm. morsel that's come out of of sound, because the soundtrack is not yet, every article that's been written about Hadestown by anyone, I've read it all. I've consumed it all twice. I am obsessed with Hadestown. It is my favorite musical. God damn, Jeremy. Yes. Come, I didn't realize he was going to come in so hot. I mean, the tea is that I absolutely adore Town. I saw it in previews. Um, I paid way too much money for a ticket, but I regret it not at all. Um, I really loved, actually, the New York Theater Workshop recording. And so, in some ways, I felt like I was overly primed to see it, just because there were so many differentiations. Jeremy and I have talked about this a little bit. Um, but, like, as I've sort of distanced myself from the old version and have more become more acclimated to the new version... I really do adore it. I do have like tiny little critiques, but I think that's also just my theater brain being contrarian. It is, in fact, one of my favorite things I've seen on Broadway in years. I don't think I'm ready to say it's the greatest musical of all time. Um, I think it's some of the greatest music to be on Broadway in years. Um, and it's so up my alley in terms of aesthetic. Like Greek myth plus New Orleans jazz is literally my favorite thing in the whole world. Yeah. So like I think I can say that it's my favorite, but I don't know that I can conclusively say it's the best because I don't know that I think it's the best, but I know that it's my favorite. My favorite is what I'll say. Really, right so now. you would say it's your favorite of all time? Because no, I, cause not I'm, of all. No, but it's my favorite thing that I've seen on Broadway in certainly years. Yeah, because I'm musicals. I could potentially walk back my statement. Like I can't. Like, <laughs> like no, I mean, so I, three like, minutes. In. It's impossible for one person to say that something is objectively the best. All one person can say is that it is their favorite. So yeah. I can say that Hades Town is my favorite musical. I mean, we'll see if that holds up. But I didn't. I did. I have never felt this way. Oh. about a musical ever. I've never felt this strongly. No musical has ever made me feel this much. I, like every time I listen to it and when I go and see it and just like the message of it and the music, just everything, the acting, the performances, the 
the tech, the lighting, the set, everything about it. I, I've never felt this way about a show before. Mm. So I don't think that's going to change with time. I think this is going to stay my favorite for a very long time. Yeah, I haven't felt this way since I saw Hamilton, but Hamilton I saw with no priming. I saw Hamilton at the public before anyone knew what it was. And so I, I think I wish I had that experience with Town, which I think is the experience you had yeah. with Town, Because, I mean, I, I do think it's extraordinary, yeah. and I hope it wins all the awards which is perhaps a good segue into... Talking about the Tonys. Talking about the Tonys. Yeah, and I get just one one last point, because I don't want like you to listen to this and then go see Hades Town and then be like, wait, this isn't as good as Jeremy's making it sound. <laughs> I will say, when Act 1 of Hades Town was over, I knew it was amazing, but I don't even think at that point I would have said it was as good as Hamilton oh, or like see, any other... my favorite moment in Hades Town is the last three minutes of Act 1. I mean, yeah, you're right. That's, that, but, that... but, 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 heard. But on the whole, like, I, like I hadn't, it hadn't sunk in yet. And then by the mm. time the show was over and the curtain call was over, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Either this or Hamilton is undeniably the best show of the decade. Yeah, oh my God. And it wasn't easily. until I was, like, listening to the soundtrack on repeat for a month that I was like you know, I don't even, th- I think this is better than Hamilton for sure. <laughs> and it wasn't until I saw it a second time, I went and rushed it, um, that I was like, oh, this is my favorite period. Well, okay, this is probably contrary, contrary, contrarian. Um, in some ways, I think they're doing a similar thing. Like they're making the old new via a style of music that's not traditionally on Broadway. Although obviously there's more of a history of jazz on Broadway than rap. <laughs> um, but, and, you know, uh, 1776 is more recent than, you know, fucking Greek mythology. Although, but- um, this is this isn't necessarily an ancient times. Don't ask where, brother. Don't ask when. I know. Well, I mean, they're making the point that it's, it's all an old times. song, and, and they're, they're, they're going to sing means, it again. Stop it, stop it. Okay, we have to segue into. Um, okay, do we want to talk about the musicals? Yeah, right? like, yeah. Let's do it. So uh, we're just going to go sort of category by category and give our thoughts. Now, of course, we have not seen um, every single one of these. We have not seen most of them, but we're basically just going to go category by category and say why we think that Oklahoma and um, Hadestown should win everything. Yeah, that's fair. So, let's see what's good. Choreography. I mean, okay, look. like Wait, wait, are we starting with choreography? I guess. We have to go in an order. You're just scrolling I randomly. Mean, this, is, this is a weird article because it starts with like the marquee. Okay, tone. So let's start at the bottom and go up. Okay. okay. Um, let's see. Best, Best orchestrations. orchestrations. Okay, so this should go to Oklahoma. Interesting, because it's re- completely all reorchestrated. Yes, because... All of, like, the, not all of the goodness, but so much of the goodness of the Oklahoma revival is because that this Daniel Kluger guy, like, yeah. orchestrated it. Interesting. I agree that, like, the orchestrations are extraordinary. I do think, like, this, the uh, size of the band in Hadestown, in, ter- in terms of, like, the live music being produced, to me feels like something that hasn't been on Broadway in a long time. And I, I would argue that Oklahoma, in some ways, is a slightly smaller operation mm-hmm. than Hadestown. Um and I prefer the music of Hades Town to Oklahoma. Although, Me but too. that's different than orchestrations. Yeah, I mean, I think so much. I mean, I don't know exactly like where, like, like with every musical, you never know right. how much of the orchestration really comes from the actual composer and how much is just right. Like, like I hear if, what you're saying. Like, about did she like like if if she, we're already gonna give her, we're gonna say that An- yeah, Anais yeah. Mitchell is gonna win for best score. We're gonna we're gonna give her. Did that I tell one. you that I saw her scuttling around the theater when I saw Hades Town no. in the previews? Okay, so I'm sitting in pretty close to the front um, on an aisle. And um, literally, this woman who I realized about four seconds after I saw her face was an Ace Mitchell, um, was literally like, like crawling through a, a, a row, like in a way, like, 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 like kind of like straddling people, and was wearing like a hoodie and kind of looked like a little like fun goth mouse, and like was just like clearly like a little elf who like lived in the theater and was just like like awkwardly like scuttling by like these high paying fancy people and afterwards I was like that was Anais Mitchell she's like here watching this preview tonight obviously and she doesn't give a fuck and like walks where she wants to walk and it was amazing and I felt blessed she's like Um, this like like 
legendary folk like hobbit person her music is so wonderful yes Um, also sorry i have to just talk about this hadestown literally gives me such hope for um um, the thing we're supposed to do as artists is actually just make good hard art with our friends and it then we all take the elevator up together mm -hmm. like she first made hadestown with her community theater in new hampshire or vermont somewhere like that vermont vermont thank you um and like she wasn't trying to like write a fucking Broadway musical. She just made a thing that she cared deeply about and the people who are attached to it are people who were attached to it from the beginning and they just kept working on this thing that they believed in and I feel very deeply about I, this. I totally agree. I yeah. think, so we've, we've gotten really fast and loose about the swearing. I'd basically given I up know, on I'm it. I am sorry. I, I'd given up on it and even I was starting to swear because yeah. I was like, you know what, like most of our fans are adults, like whatever. But then we got this adorable email from this oh. a, a fantastic fan and she was telling us her top 10 Broadway songs of all time, which is a really good list. It was great. Um, like m- musicals we didn't necessarily pick, like Cats and mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. a couple Titanic songs. Titanic, underrated, I will underrated, say. Underrated, I agree. Underrated. And I'm glad she brought up those songs from Titanic. So you're saying that I should be more mindful of Oh, she, of she mentioned one of her things. She's like, oh, I really like If Then, because she also picked a song from If Then. She mm. said, I really like If Then, but it was a little too vulgar for me. Oh. And I was like, oh no, she must oh, not have gotten no. the, the part of Broadway binge. <laughs> Where it gets vulgar. Where it gets vulgar. I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, I'm not sorry because I don't believe in censorship. But I don't um, believe in censorship either. <laughs> but but um, I don't wish to offend anybody, and uh, I'm glad that she's enjoying our podcast. Yeah. Thank you for the email. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe in censorship, like around my children. If I eventually have them, but yeah. mm-hmm. if we're trying to become famous podcasters, we might have. Can to, I like, be the godparent? I'm kowtow. asking you live on air. <laughs> Well, not live. I'm I, gonna I record it, but I've already given you a lot. I know. That's but just let I've, me be the godparent. I don't know. We might have, might have to be like a Catholic or it something. It can be like the third kid. <laughs> Maybe we're probably not gonna have three kids. Well, can it be? The, it can be the second kid. We'll think about it. All right. So okay. I'm um, gonna be the godparent. So or, orchestrations. <laughs> I vote for Oklahoma. Hannah votes for Hades Town. Yeah, I don't um, know. I think I'm gonna vote for Oklahoma. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, also, but the one thing to note is that the orchestrators of Hades Town are named Michael Chorney and Todd Sikafoos. That's a good name. <laughs> we're not even talking about the other shows. Uh, choreo. Okay. I mean, okay, so I saw Kiss Me, Kate. Also, as soon as we finish recording this episode, Hannah and I are going to record an episode where we go over the revivals of Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Kiss Me, Kate, and Carousel. Correct. And re-review them in light of the recent Broadway revivals, because we reviewed all three before the revivals happened. Right. Anyway, Kiss Me, Kate did a fantastic choreo. Town also has, like, great choreo for, like, what it is. Less yeah. traditional. Um, I, I know people who know people who know this choreographer, um, and so that's true. Um, I personally, from a style perspective, actually was like less interested in the moments of choreography in Hades Town, which doesn't really have to do with not thinking the choreography was good. I thought the choreography was great, but I'm specifically thinking about the moment when it's springtime, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm gonna say something rude. I was like, why is there a Gap ad happening? Oh, I know exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. It might be the worst part of Hades Town, and it's not that it's not like. I mean, that was a great number. It was extremely well choreographed. It's just in terms of like kind of the theatrical story they were telling. I was like, I want the stage to burst into bloom. Like, I want. Other thing, I was more interested in, in, I don't know, my theater brain was but not don't you, interested. Don't you love the choreo where they're like, the workers are going in a yeah, circle? Yeah, the workers are great. And like, yeah, and, and no, like there's a really tall great. guy. Me, yes, that guy. Um, yeah. I have, yes. Um, there's a really uh, tall man. There's a really tall there's a, there's a five He's member in the greatest on, showman. Yeah, the, yeah, he played strong man in greatest showman. He, um, Hadestown has a five member ensemble and one... Four of them are regular human beings, and one of them is no, like... No, they're not regular human beings. They're all fucking ripped. I'm sorry. I'm swearing. I mean, no, they're, they're, they're amazing, but I mean, they're regular of size. Like, you look at them, you're like, ah, yes, you're a human being of the You're reg- a tall human being. You're, like, then... of the human race. And then, like, this guy is like, like, why? Like, who is this giant? Like, yeah, he's quite large. He's, like, he, he doesn't fit in with the other four at all, <laughs> and they don't, like, tall. explain it. <laughs> no, they don't he just it. is. They, don't, they <laughs> never address it. He's just tall, and he's just there. And there's, like, been a New York Times article about... How tall he is? About how tall he is. Wait, okay, what was I saying? 
We're um, drinking wine choreo. while we record. Oh, yeah, this moment. And it was just, it felt kind of pedestrian in a moment that I thought was supposed to kind of feel more like theater magic. Okay. And I think part of why I like the workers later is like that to me actually felt more like extraordinary theater magic versus I was like, who are these like gap kids hanging out in the bar? Yeah. I mean, if I was a Tony voter, I would vote for Hades Town just for every category it's in. However, sure. let's throw Kiss Me Kate one bone. I haven't seen any of the other ones. I have heard that Ain't Too Proud has good choreo, but. I, uh, yeah, okay, fine. Let's give it. Let's give it I, to. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything. No, you're Choir right. Boy you're is right. supposed to be good. I don't know, too. whatever. Let's give it to Ain't Too no, Proud. We're, we're, we shouldn't give it to anything because we actually don't have an opinion. Okay, fine. We should still give it to Hades Town. Okay, that way we're giving oh, it to Hades Here's why should we give it to Hades Town. The choreography that is just Patrick Page. Walking slowly in a circle in a circle is the most compelling blocking I've seen on Broadway in a decade. Yeah, that's my hot take. No, and to the extent because it also where does choreography end and right. staging begins? Sure, sure, sure. Like just the, there's really amazing like circular like turntable work mm-hmm. where they're like mm-hmm. walking in a line. It's just like really emotional and powerful. I just like, think his stillness, like his economy of movement. I was like, I could yeah. watch you walk in a circle for ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree. So anyway, okay, um, okay, sound cool. design. Uh, shout out to Rob McClure, who's a friend of a friend who's in Beetlejuice. He plays the main, not Beetlejuice, but the main dude. Is he the guy who was also Who's in... Chaplin. Who's Chaplin? Charlie Chaplin. He was in the Charlie Chaplin musical. I didn't see that. Oh, he was Charlie Chaplin. He's cool. He was also just in the um, reading of the Mrs. Doubtfire musical. Oh. Anyway, I don't know. Okay, he, so Peter Hylensky... Silly. You don't care. Okay. Peter Hylensky <laughs> is nominated for two different musicals for sound design, King Kong and Beetlejuice. So let's just say Hylensky deserves this one and he, he can flip a coin. <laughs> We should give it to like some, you know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Oklahoma does have some kind of weird sound design, like the part where um, mm-hmm. poor Judd is dead and it's like yeah. dark and they're like whispering into the microphones. Yeah, that's weird. I, I, like that. I, I, I vote for Drew Levy of Oklahoma. I vote for the two person team of Hades Town. Okay. Also, it's nice to see a lady. Uh, I assume Jessica Patz is up male for dominant with, category. Yeah, that's really exciting. Okay, cool. Yeah, agreed. Best sound design to play. We both saw Ferryman, so that we're not talking about the plays. <laughs> well, we both saw Ferryman. We did see Ferryman. That's true. Yeah. Um, Wait, hold on. Choir Boy always oh, also up for choreography, even though it's it's a play. Yeah. A play. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes that happens with like score too. Best lighting design of a musical. It should go to Peter Mumford for King Kong. <laughs> um, so again, we have not seen all these. I'm sure there's some amazing lighting effects, but no. I give it to Hades Sound just for the lamp. For moment. the s- swinging lamps. The swinging lamps. The greatest theater you will see. Yeah. There's, um, we shouldn't even wait learn anything more. For me. Wait for me. I'm coming. <laughs> and then the um, lamps swing out. Best lighting design of a play. I no, want... no, we're not talking about okay, the plays. Fine. We haven't seen any of the plays. We've seen Ferryman. Yeah, but we can't just do. This is actually a bullshit episode because we only want to talk about Hades Town in Oklahoma. Yeah, which we're gonna. It's fine. Costume we're about design. To do another uh, share show. Fine. Okay, give it to Bob Mackie. Share had cool clothes. Great. Um, oh, no, but okay. Actually, okay. I have to say. Don't tell me Hades Town deserves costume. No, design. I don't. You know why? Why? The sleeve tattoo. Oh, you're right. I have some. I have a bone to pick with Michael Crass about the sleeve tattoo that Hades had. I did not need him to have a wall. Sleeve tat. It's like we it was, get it. We, I, we just, it felt like I was like, that man wouldn't have a wall tattoo. Like, if you wanted to do a thing that felt like mythical, you could have done something else that was like not, that to me was like, I was just like, this, this isn't a man who has a, a, a sleeve tat, you agreed. know? Okay. okay. So, so share, I'm sorry. share show wins for that. Sorry. I'm sorry. Cost, costume design of a play, Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus. You're making shit up. I'm not going to participate. Uh, I did see Bernhard Hamlet. Scenic design um, of a musical, Hades Town. No, okay, look, maybe King Kong is great. I don't know. Like I've heard good things. Of the, of, about, um, I've heard good things specifically about the scene. I listened to a different Tony preview podcast. I've heard good things about the King Kong lighting and scene, but 
So, I mean, okay. anytime when the set opens up and it turns yeah, yeah. from above ground to hell, it's like the coolest it's thing ever. It's a really good moment. And also, I'm really excited that um, it, there are uh, uh, two women in the category for Hadestown and for Oklahoma. Um, Which are the best two musicals the best two. this year. I will say, and this is a taste thing in terms of the storytelling of Hadestown, I wish that it had been set outside. Like, I wanted it to feel a little more... Mm. Like, I, there's something about it being sort of like in an indoor bar that felt small Disagree. to me. Feel free. Because, you know, in the New York Theater Workshop one, it was outside, it was outside. under a tree. I don't know. I just wanted the floor to be dirt or something, but... Okay. I don't know. Okay. However, I did watch this really exciting interview um, where Rachel Hawk talked about being inspired by the Grecian amphitheaters. I saw that too. And that was exciting to me and did make me rethink uh, what the set was doing. And so, based on that, I'm really to reconsider... Because we're all capable of change, and yeah, Hades Town. Because okay. because the, the part, you're completely right. The transformation moment was very good. All right, so Hades Town wins scenic okay. design in, in the in the Broadway okay, okay, binge okay. Tonys. We don't care about scenic design of a play. Give it to Ferryman. No, actually, maybe Fer- not. No, Ferryman. Oh, that had, was a good set. It was just a house, like every. It was play. a beautiful house. I know, though. but every play about a family has a house. But it was a good house. Had a good staircase. Yeah, but like every the okay, staircase fine. goes really high. Okay, um, fine. okay, so here we go. Okay, Featured here actress we and go, everyone. I am so okay. Look, I loved Oklahoma. It was great. No, it's Amber Gray in Hades Town. I'm terrified. There's no discussion. I'm terrified they're going to give it to Ali Stroker instead Who's of Amber Who's a genius Gray. and is Who's the only person who should get it but over Amber, instead of Amber it. Gray is the most deserving person to ever deserve a Tony in the history I know. of Tonys. Literally, the part where she just ragdolls yes. for an entire... Like, she just she just, she just just hangs her head and dances for 30 seconds, and it's, it's again, amazing. the most compelling. For, for those out there who don't know who Amber Gray is, so she plays Persephone in Hades Town. your queen. She sang in, uh, in the soundtrack to Great Comet, the Broadway soundtrack. She sings mm-hmm. um, Charming, which Helene is... Helene is a slut! Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, how she blushes. How, how she blushes, my yep. pretty. She is. Um, <laughs> and she's also on the... There was a live recording of the New York Theater Workshop yep. off-Broadway version of Hades Town, and she is on that. So yes. if you listen to that... And I always like seeing a show first before I listen to the soundtrack, or at least I would say maybe you just wait another month and a half for the full Broadway soundtrack to be out, because then you can get the whole like plot of it, whereas like the off-Broadway one is missing a lot of songs, so you're not getting the plot, you're sort of getting like plot spoilers without actually knowing what's going on the whole time. So I'd say maybe if you can't see the show live in the next like couple weeks, maybe wait just like a month and a half and listen to the, the new Broadway soundtrack when it comes out. However, if you can't wait... If you listen to the off-Broadway it's, soundtrack, she's Amber Gray is unbelievable. She, I also think she's even better live. Yes. Like, when you see her live, she's doing even more. Um, clearly, she loves performing so much, yeah. which is good because she's in the business. Um, I read an interview with her today about um, don't say yes to projects you don't like because your contracts can last a long time. And she said yes to this project because she loves it. And she's just, like, excited that everyone else loves it now, which is really cool. Fun fact, in the original Bard College Workshop of the mm-hmm. Oklahoma Revival, directed by Daniel Fish... She, uh, Amber Gray, played Laurie alongside Damon Dono, who played Curly. And then also in the Hadestown New York Theater Workshop, Damon Dono was in that as Orpheus, yep. while Amber Gray was Persephone. So they were in both of these two, like, like up-and-coming, sort of, like, experimental downtown Broadway, like, musicals that were not very Broadway. Mm-hmm. Both the musicals went to Broadway, and they each basically, of the two parts, they each picked the better one for them. Right. So he, But exciting. Yeah, so exciting. Um, yeah, Amber Gray is extraordinary in Hadestown and should win. Ali Stroker is incredible She's incredible. In, in a different year, I would say she, go for it. She does, I think, like, steal the show in a way. Yeah. She really does. Um, she's just She's Ado Annie, and she's, she's in a wheelchair. Which um, is, the choreography is extraordinary. The wheelchair choreo is great. And just, wheelchair or not, she's just clearly, no, clearly. an actress well, who is going places. I appreciated that 
the her performance had nothing to do with being in a wheelchair. Yeah, there her, was, she is completely irrelevant. She's she is going places. But then this the role she of Ido Annie. She was in the uh, Spring Awakening. I'm pretty yes, sure. Yes, definitely. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't see it, but you're right. Um, so the the problem is Ado Annie just isn't a, a me, as media role as Persephone, and killing Ado Annie to yeah. the maximum is not, not as good as killing I, I mean, Persephone to the maximum. Yeah, I mean she's the show. The part when oh, when she and Hades. Oh, uh, no, no spoilers. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> Featured actor in a musical, Andre de Shields. Boom. Okay. You, you're going to say the Patrick great, No, no, I'm not. I'm not. But the great tragedy here, y'all, the great tragedy here is that Andre de Shields is up against Patrick Page, who is extraordinary, extraordinary. as Hades. He is extraordinary. He, yeah. is, he, is, he is remarkable. I actually watched him, and I was like, oh, that, that's how you be present on stage. He is so still. He doesn't even enter the stage until like 45 minutes in. He's just sitting still on a balcony. And then he comes down the stairs and he just moves slow. And he's like so in his feet and so in his back. And it's just like, that's actually the, one of the hardest things to do is just to move slowly. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We, we should like play like a second of his voice. Because like, you don't know how, how low his voice is. I know, I know, I know. Unless you like know how low his voice is. Okay. That's the Halo song. Yeah, yeah. I guess. You can hear like because this was a live recording. This is also the New York Theater Workshop. Yeah, recording. you can hear the audience chuckling because they're like, "What is this low voice? Yeah. I've never heard a voice this low." Um, he stage. also played Frollo in *Hunchback uh, oh, of Notre Dame*. Yeah, in the, off, I think the off, wherever the so, wherever most recent recording was. And he also was the Green Goblin in *Spider-Man: Turn Off the Dark*, starring Reeve Carney uh, as yeah. Spider-Man, who is mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. Orpheus. Yes, he is. Yep. Um, okay. <laughs> So yeah, he's fantastic, but Andre Shields is the glue that ties this whole thing together. And when you listen, to, if you if you're more familiar, okay, yeah, we have to talk about Andrea if you're, if you're more familiar with like the off Broadway version, there's been way like the character of Hermes is sort of the narrator and like MC, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that character has been way blown up for the Broadway show. Just yeah. in, in moments and songs where like on the, in the previous off Broadway version, Hermes wasn't there. Hermes will just like have a little recitative where he like yeah. explains what's happening, um, and it's just it's so much like he's so key. To like keeping this yeah. thing going. He's he's for sure like the key. Um Andre de Shield is a national treasure. Yes. It's also worth acknowledging. Um and I do I do expect he'll win. Yeah. Because he also is someone who has deserved a Tony for like forty yeah, years now. It's like um, a career it's like a career. Even if he didn't deserve it over Patrick Page. Which he does. I, I mean I, yeah. which is hard to say, but he does. I, I can imagine someone make the argument Patrick Page deserved it. But let's say there's a world where Patrick, Patrick Page, Page is acting face, yeah. I will say. He yeah. really is acting face. He's in some ways I think he actually has a probably a bigger, harder job. I'm not sure. They have maybe equivalent sure. jobs. I think and that Andrew his... Shields is doing his job as like a 75-year-old. Okay, or, or quick more. story. Um, some friends of mine um, were sitting in on tech for Hades Town, and they told a story about um, the costume designer, I guess, told them that Andre uh, came up to the costume designer and was like, hey, um, I've noticed that you've changed my shoes, um, so the heel's a different height. Now, I'm used to doing this part of the play. It takes me like six or seven steps. Uh, the different heel size means I have to do it in fewer steps. Or something to like that. I'm mincing words a little bit. And he was like, that's fine, but I just need to know if this is the final shoe because I need to know if it's six steps or if it's fewer steps. Like, that is the level of precision with which there's 75. Something old? like that. He's, he's in, in his 70s. 70s. Yeah. This man in his 70s is working on Broadway. He, like, what? He's amazing. He is, he is like, I mean, and that's, you know, everyone has their own process, but like, hearing that yeah. that is what's going on in his brain. And then he's so reckless on stage, though, and like, in it, and like, like he is the world. You could tell he's he is straining to he like I saw it twice and he hit all the high notes yeah. each time 
and you can tell he's straining, and I, I wonder how straining, many more months. Straining, you think so? I mean, it's, okay, straining's the wrong word. Straining's the wrong word. What I mean is, these, he's are working. Truly, these are truly the highest notes he can reach, Yeah. and you can tell it is difficult for him to hit them. He hits them. Yeah. You can tell it's difficult for him to hit them, Yeah. and doing this eight nights a week at his age, barely hitting those notes. I know. Like, like, I wonder how long it's going to last, but I think it's going to last long enough. And, but that's part of the thing yeah. is, like, he's just, he's throwing down in such a yeah. good way. Like, like no one, like, I see that and I'm like, the ensemble kids better be giving it because this man is working harder than you are. Yeah. And so he, he was the originator of the role of the Wiz in the original Broadway production. Yeah. Oh, so what God. I was getting at is, even if it was clear that Patrick Page deserved it this over him, they would still give it to Andre DeShields because so. of, like, career... He's Tony, also just but like, I do think he deserves it over Patrick Page as good as Patrick Page is. So like I think he deserves it, and he will also win it for like side reasons yeah. other than the fact that he deserves it. He also we should just acknowledge the ending of the overture to the show. He literally gets us like a standing ovation. Yeah, like the play has to, or, or whether or not he gets a standing ovation, the play stops to, yeah. for us to just all bask in the glory. Yeah, that is Andre DeShields. Yeah, can we get more wine? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even gonna pause. You what? Uh, do you want? Do you want to vamp? Do you want to talk about stuff? Cool. Well, I mean, I'll just uh, scroll on up here. Do do Who, do. Who's Fiona Flanagan in the Ferryman? Supporting actress. Is know. she the old? She's Maggie Farway, the old lady. Yeah, which is disappointing. I think the other old lady should have been nominated. Um, yeah, you're right. Jeremy, you can't hear. You can't hear Jeremy. He's he's going away. But um, we're just uh, rolling into uh, best leading actress in a musical. Um, I'll take a moment to say that um, I think that there's a real problem here because I think that Rebecca Jones of Oklahoma really should have been nominated. I think the fact that she wasn't. What? Okay, we're gonna get into this when Jeremy comes back. She just wasn't that great. I'm sorry. Well, Amber Gray would have been better. Ah. Uh, but I mean, that's unfair. Like Rebecca Amber, and Naomi Jones. Amber, Amber, me. Amber Gray would be better than everyone. Okay. Role, so so here's the deal. Here's the deal. I saw Oklahoma at St. Anne's Warehouse. I saw it again on Broadway. I actually think that her um, work stood like in relief against the production uh, in higher contrast in a way that felt more compelling. Uh, at St. Anne's Warehouse. I think that the audience on Broadway wanted them to be more in love uh, than being Laurie and uh, Curly. And so I think that it became more of a romance. And what I saw that I loved at St. Anne's Warehouse was that it was really the story of this woman sort of um, stuck in between these two men, which uh, she was attracted to both of them, but not interested in or happy with either. And so like, I actually found her sort of like, there was a mutedness and sort of a disassociated disassociated nature to her choices uh, that I actually found extremely compelling. And plopped in Broadway, on Broadway, in this Broadway production, it it, it, it it didn't quite click for me. Like It felt like I was like waiting for her to make a different choice because I think the audience really wanted it to be more of a love story. And I also feel like there were some adjustments made to the production that uh, made it feel actually a little more traditional. I felt like the stuff he was sort of driving home with Lori was stronger off-Broadway. And so I, 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 I think that her work, which is extraordinary, um, didn't have the same context uh, on Broadway. I see. So, so you are remembering her in her in her better position. Yeah, she's better positioned by the show off Broadway. I, I also like. I think that she's doing something remarkable in that show. Like, I think she's um, like the stillness and the simplicity and like the ability to actually just let us hear the text of the show. I actually think that's like one of the hardest things to do. It requires way much more finesse and training than like showboating, which I think is what so, some of the other people are doing. I mean, so Hot I think take. I think you're probably right. Um, I think the issue is that if you have only seen the Broadway production, like most of the voters have, which is probably why she didn't get a nomination, and you don't know that she has that level of skill because you didn't yeah. see the off-Broadway, all you're seeing is a woman just standing there the whole time. Well, I also think that is how it was directed. Yeah. Very so, much. Like, so, I, so think, I mean, yeah. But I hear what you're saying in terms like, of, like... like if, if we're just looking at the Broadway performances alone, I can yeah. see why she didn't get the nomination. Even, yeah. Even if, like, maybe she has the talent to be a Best Actress winner. 
Yeah, I she just was done wrong by the by the. Yeah, it's role. a taste thing. I still found her enormously compelling. I will say, like, and I just I don't know. It was like so exciting to see her take on that role. It's unlike anything I've ever seen before, in the world of Oklahoma, really. Yeah. But so. Uh, Born on the Street is that Stephanie J. Block is going to win for the Share Show because she's had great roles in the past that were like Tony worthy, but she's uh, always up against a better person. Yeah, I mean, okay, hot take is Ava Noblezada, whose name I, I hope I'm pronouncing correctly. Ava Noblezada, yeah. Okay, should win for Hades Town. She is acting yeah. face in that show. She is acting face in that show. She won't win because she's young and brilliant. And she has time, but whereas like Stephanie J. Block has had roles this good in the past that she right. lost to someone older, so like now it's her turn. And Kelly O'Hara's already won. So. Kelly O'Hara's already won, and like it's a sexist. Although role. I bet you she, I bet you maybe she'll split. Maybe Stephanie J. Block and Kelly O'Hara split votes. Interesting. So I think Stephanie J. Block's gonna run away with it, but I will now explain to you in in about twenty seconds why Ava Noblezada should win. Oh, okay. Town. Yeah. Is hard. Or just automatically playing again. <laughs> 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 just Wait, so this is later in the show. She gets to sing the chorus. Um, yeah, that's the end of. It's the end of Wait for Me too. Um, also, and and the the five worker chorus is new to the Broadway version. I mean, the 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 current Broadway version was like in Canada and then the National Theater in London, but the previous New York version did not have this this chorus of five people, and. The chorus is really good, and they have good stuff. Okay, I just want to say that she... Did, oh, I'm going to say something rude. What if one day, Jeremy, what if... I probably won't, but if one day I get famous and people hear these shitty things that I'm saying about other people in my industry. Um, but who are you saying shitty things about? Okay, I think that Ava should win a Tony for dragging the dead carcass that is Reeve Carney around oh, the Reeve stage. Oh, Car- yeah, Reeve Carney is, is never going to care about you. That's true. Okay, well, the thing is, like, she is acting... So hard opposite this Pinocchio boy who is made of wood, and like she's still like she is she is pulling him along, and she deserves credit for that. It is she really is extraordinary. Okay, so I I okay look, he's the weak link, and there's a reason why literally every other lead character in all of Hades Town was nominated for Tony except for Reeve Carney. Yep, there's a reason for that, and he can sing. But I think he fits the role, like the mm-hmm. role of this like pure-hearted, simple boy. He plays it like a like a like a. Like a man baby who who has social problems. Yes. <laughs> he does. And he just has his shoulders up to his ears the whole time, which is just bad technique. He does, yeah. He does, like, stand in a certain I'm way. I'm doing an impression right now. This is but my I mean, Okay, look. Tell, tell me if this is correct. No, Hannah's doing an impression. It's good. Um, you, can't, you can't see it from there. but And it, you watch it from the... You can see it in the videos. Like, he's yeah. never not standing like this with his shoulders... His shoulders up to his ears. And his hands, and his like, hands at a 45-degree angle. Like, 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 little, like, tree branch sticks. And You're ready to see. You're ready to see. <laughs> Wait. I'm writing a song. I'm sorry. I'm like, what? Can you talk in a normal way? <laughs> um, like, it's good. And, like, I get that, like, if I was, like, a teen who didn't didn't know they were gay yet, I would probably have a crush on him, you know? Yeah. But what I realize now is I would just want to be him. You yeah. Know? Like, that's the role I want to play. Maybe that's why I'm coming down so hard on him. You could be gay and crush on him. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. You're right. Um. Yeah, he's fine. Um. <laughs> I'm coming, wait for me. Okay, show so. Um, I love how away. socialist. Hades Town. It's guys. very social. It's like hardcore anti Wait, we have to save this for when we actually talk about Hades You're right. Town. Okay, sorry. Best leading actor we in, need to move a, it along. in a musical. It's going to go to Tootsie, which like, really? I've, been, I've been told is like low key, like transphobic, but most people yeah. don't realize that. So I think it's like. 
great. I I've, neither of us have seen it. I haven't seen it or looked into it. I've also heard that. So um, it should be Damon Dono from Oklahoma. Wait, shout it, out to be. one of the kids who's nominated for kids. The adults, well, the adult man, men who are nominated for Tootsie is a Brown Trinity alumni. Oh. I'm looking this up. Santino Fontana. I should know this. Hold on. We're going to look it up. Brown Trinity. Um, while Hannah looks this up, best direction of a musical. Now we do have like two of the best musical directors ever in the same category, which is Rachel Chavkin of Hadestown and Daniel Fish of Oklahoma. Best featured actor in a musical. Have we already oh. gotten through that? Yeah, Shit, that, that, that would have been yeah, the same category. Andre, Andre Shields and Patrick Page. Well, shout out to Andy uh, Gratolution, I think is how feel, you, yeah. yeah. Um, first Brown Trinity MFA actor, first of many, to be nominated for a Tony. Ha, ha, there you go. And maybe ha, the ha. second. Um, well, you know... So I personally would give it to Rachel Chavkin over Daniel Fish. I think she crafted a masterpiece, whereas I think he crafted an amazing revival that is not perfect and has Mm -hmm. some moments where it's like, why is everything green now? (laughs) Okay, I have no (laughs) questions about why everything's green now. I'm perfectly fine with everything being green now. That's not my complaint. Um, Um, I'm a little bit like, I don't think you fully landed the plane, but you took us on a fun ride. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Hadestown, Rachel Chavkin should win it. Tony. Rachel Chapkin is, is the best human being on Broadway right now. I, in New York theater right now. Yeah. Rachel Chapkin is the star of New York theater right now. Between Great Comet and Hades Town, downtown, on Broadway, Rachel Chapkin is, is the now. best artist on Broadway. Okay. Right a now. hot take from Jeremy. That's not a hot take. It's Stop saying it. You're, you're, you're overusing this phrase. I am not overusing You're, over, you're way overusing the phrase hot take. What was the, the thing you said take. to me? 100p. Jeremy's using Hundo p. Hundo p. That's even worse. Yeah, but I don't. But I don't, I've never said that on the podcast before. That's true. I'm just bringing it up. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a diversionary. You're, you're way overusing hot take. You're going to drive I'm away not. the listeners. I won't. You're going to drive away the listeners. If you're a listener and you feel driven away by hot take, leave a comment. Hashtag. If so, if you're on Twitter and you don't like. Hannah saying hot take, say hashtag cold take. <laughs> no, no one's going to do that. And also that. add us because there's probably like. No, because we have so you, many people like Hannah, If you like that Hannah, if you like that Hannah is using the word hot take, add us and also hashtag hot take. Okay. <laughs> Great. All three of our Twitter followers are going to participate. You'll, um, you'll I do want to talk to Rachel Chafkin about the show because I have questions about certain choices because in the movie in my mind it was a little different than what I saw but um, I recognize that um, I haven't been working on the show for five, four, ten, however many years and she has so I, I have questions about some moments that I want to ask her about but it comes from a place of deep love for the material um, and I do think what she's done with it is extraordinary Yeah, and that is all I'll say. I mean this is, again, I, this is my favorite musical of all time and it's a true, I think it's 50% Anais Mitchell's genius and 50% Rachel Chavkin because without Anais Rachel Chavkin Mitchell is a national treasure. Without without um, Rachel Chavkin, it's just a really fun folk concept album, okay. and with Rachel Chavkin, it is one of it is in the conversation of I, best Broadway show of all time. Even okay. I mean, most people like okay, like let's talk conversation. Like let's say that there's an hour long conversation <laughs> where you get to like name all of the good Broadway shows, and over the course of an hour, whittle down to like what's the best one of all time, like. Hades Town. No matter what you think of it, it is in that conversation. Even if, even if the one-hour conversation, you cut Hades Town first. Maybe in the first fifteen seconds of the conversation, you say, you know what? It's not Hades Town. Most musicals out there don't even get mentioned in this hour-long conversation. Are you saying Hades Town is in that conversation? Are you saying that? (laughs) What's the worst shit we've done? Are you saying that? Um, damn Yankees. Damn Yankees. A pajama game. Are you saying the pajama game? I actually have the list open. What's our last place? Oh, Camelot is last place. Okay, sorry. Go back to the list. It's it's really funny. Like the way our scores work, it's a minimum of zero points and a maximum of sixty points. Uh, West Side Story is leading right now with fifty-four out of sixty. What? No, Oklahoma has sixty-one. Oh, that's when you like include like the runtime. West Side Story has more than Oklahoma. 
Um, so West Side, so when you don't include the length of the run, which is like an okay. objective measure, West Side Story is in first with 54. Okay, okay, okay. If you include the run, Oklahoma oh, and South Pacific are tied with 61 out of 70. Okay, but then... In either <laughs> list, Camelot is in last place with 6 out of 60 or 9 out of 70. It's so bad. It's our only single-digit musical. Can you sing a song from Camelot? Camelot! <laughs> okay, let's go back to the list. Let's see. Oh, jeez. Um, I guess now we're at... Um, okay, so best book... This was supposed to be like a 15-minute episode. Yeah, but, okay, oh well. so they're going to give best book to Tootsie. To Tootsie Why? Because they're, they're going to do it. It's funny, I guess. No! And like, and like Hades about? Town is also. I'm just telling you what's gonna happen. I'm getting you ready. So Why you do watch you the think Tonys. this? I'm telling you it's gonna happen. What's this based on? It's it's allegedly it's really funny. Oh, well, like I guess okay. it's like there's lots of jokes. <gasps> Bob Martin. I love Bob Martin. Bob Martin works on the prom. I, you know why I love Bob Martin? Why? Because Bob Martin wrote and uh, helped produce and is in a couple episodes of Slings and Arrows. Oh, my favorite you, TV show of you, all time. You've been trying to get me to watch that for yeah, literally you're a decade. The greatest failure of our friendship. Literally, um, literally a decade. a decade. We've known each other eight years now, almost nine years. Yeah. You've really failed me. Um, I think we've known I've each other made more than nine years. no pro. Well, no, college no, you're right, was you're eight right. years. Okay, you're right. It's nine years. Nine years. Going on nine. Um, yeah. And Jeremy doesn't care for me, and I'm still gonna marry him to his wife. Um, Bob Martin, you're just gonna let that hang. Um, yeah. Bob Martin also wrote *The Drowsy Chaperone*. Okay, I've listened to the soundtrack of that. It was fine. What? Okay, whatever. It's great. Wait, hold on. I mean, I'm not arguing. We're getting to it. It's on the list. I'm. Have we'll you seen the prom? I don't know. It's gay. No, I don't want I, to. Why? I've heard it's fun and good. I've heard it's fine. I've heard it's great. Like, look, I have, like normalized I have queerness limited, on I have limited time and I have limited money. And so I'd you're just seeing Hades Town twice instead of seeing anything else. I support that choice. Yeah, I mean, I would go see Hades Town a third time before the prom. That is true. Yeah, I do want to see the prom because I'm excited that. Uh, Kids I, are gonna get to see some gay shit. Happening. I really want to see Gary, a sequel to Titus Andronicus, too, before it closes because I hear amazing things about Taylor Mac and Taylor Mac's incredible. And I've learned that I love these sort of like auteur artistic, like more like downtown theater artists, way mm-hmm. more than like like the glitzy like prom and tootsie kind well, of. Well, the prom's still supposed to be like kind of cool and alternative. Yeah, sure. So, like, do you know what it's see. about? Yeah, I do. It's like it's like a, some like Broadway producer types like go and, like, take advantage of, like, these two queer girls who want to go to prom together and they're not allowed to. So, like, let's take advantage. But then they, like, learn the meaning of Christmas and, like, everyone's like, <laughs> happy at the end. But there's, like, show tunes. I'm sure there's jazz <laughs> hands. I'm over that. I'm over the He's show over tunes. the jazz hands. I'm over hands. the jazz hands. I'm over it. Remember, like, look, remember I, when they were good? Sorry, go ahead. Make your point. First. Like, that stuff was good in the 60s and 70s. I'm going to enjoy, like, when we're talking about shows with jazz hands, Fosse shows on Broadway Binge, I'm going to give them good scores. But now in 2019, I'm over it. Like, the people who are writing that kind of songs now are not writing as good as the people who are writing those songs in the 50s, 60s, 70s. So they're writing subpar versions of their type of musical, whereas you have other people, like Anais Mitchell, Lin-Manuel, other people who are, like, truly, like, advancing the craft and writing, like, they are the best versions of their craft, whereas the people writing prom are, like, third-rate versions of that kind of musical because the first-rate versions were all done decades ago. Jazz Hands is so Squidward Tentacles and SpongeBob the Musical, am I right? Yes. Have you seen SpongeBob the Musical? No. I've seen clips. There's people who maybe know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They have like a big old-school Broadway number in SpongeBob the Musical. I think they did it on the Tonys, I think. It's quite good. Anyway, um, you can't You can't listen to this podcast on 1.5 speed because we talk so fast. That's true. I Other podcasts to... listen on 1.5 speed. speed. Here you got to listen on one listen speed because on we're talking fast. we got that voice training. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Um, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Best, best, uh, best score. It's There's a... only two up for best revival, Kiss Me Kate in Oklahoma. Yeah. Wait, we're... best score? Well, that's that. So, so Oklahoma's going to be best. We're going to talk more about Oklahoma in the subsequent yeah, yeah. episode. Wait, you skipped best score. Where's score? It's up higher. Okay. Maybe. Wait, no, best survival it, of a musical, it's between Kiss Me Kate and Oklahoma. Oh, please. Do you think it'll go to Oklahoma, though? I yeah. think it should, but it might go to Kiss Me Kate. Hundo P. Have you... He, see, he used it. No, that was on... That was a callback. Yeah, it was, it was a, a callback. Wait, have you seen Kiss Me Kate? 
Yeah, I saw them both, and Kiss Me Kate was not good. It really wasn't good. It was fine. We'll, we'll talk about. It. I don't want to. Okay, okay. I don't want to spoil it. But it'll episode. be Oklahoma. Yeah, I'm, we're, we're, I'm going to talk extensively about. both I mean, of these. I haven't really mentioned this yet. I do think it's really extraordinary and ex- uh, extremely important that Oklahoma is this revival is on Broadway because it does open the door for people fucking with these musicals more. Thank God. Yeah. That's all. Or maybe we you know. Maybe we just make new things and we showcase young artists. But um, just make good art, man. Just make good art, man. Um, but 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 the thing that they're doing with Oklahoma is exciting and weird, and it is cool to sit in that theater on Broadway and to be like all these motherfuckers. I'm sorry, it's just off the rails now. Yeah. Like who wanted to see old Oklahoma have to come see new Oklahoma, and it's weird, and we're looking at how fucked up this play is. They'd be like, what? Like you mean like it's bad that they killed someone at the end, and mm-hmm. like like this is about like. Like, maybe this is, like, low-key about police, like, Also, brutality. maybe there's a weird gay subplot. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We haven't said that yet. Yeah. Just saying. Um, also, the guy playing Judd was really great. So good. He didn't get recognized for anything, and so I'm excited good. to see what he makes next, because he is very compelling. Yeah, agreed. Hundo P. Um, Hundo P. Twice. The okay, so score two. we... If oh, you don't like don't, Jeremy saying Hundo P... Um, what's the okay. hashtag? You can hashtag Hundo ha- No. No, I hashtag Zero P. Zero P. That's better and, than and, Hundo No. And if you no. like me saying Hundo P, <laughs> hashtag, and you spell, you just do the like the digits one hundred one zero zero, and then lowercase P. Or zero P. Zero which P. Is what everyone will do. Okay. And because these are probably like popular hashtags in the real world, like also at us. Okay. Great. Yep. All I of think our we're fans. probably underscore base. So best original score. Okay. Okay. Listen we're here. Not listen here, this. teens. Listen, listen, listen up, teens. <laughs> Get out of here with your be more chill. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Maybe you should hashtag be more chill about this musical. Stop. No, Jeremy, that's, no, absolutely not. We don't even have to discuss this. It's going to go to Hadestown. And it is Mitchell. I can't wait to see what she wears at the Tonys. Oh my god! I can't wait to see what she says when she gets up there. I can't wait to be a card-carrying member of the church of Anais Mitchell's oh my god. Tony acceptance you speech. Can, you think we could meet her? At the Tonys? No. You think, you think we could interview her? No. Why not? Do you think we could interview the tall guy? We pro- maybe we could. We could land. Guy. We could maybe land the tall guy. What was the thing we had like Seth Rudetsky by Hamilton? Yeah, we Seth should do tall guy by Hamilton. I can't book anyone because like it's such it's so touch and go if you're going to be available. I know. At any given when time. I live in New York, when you live in New York, it's it's going to be fine. Just so you all know, this is like two like Broadway binge is going to be slow playing it the way we have been for like two whole years. I know because really Hannah's in grad strong. school, but yeah, yeah. then, then they're going to move coming. to New York and then it'll be fine. Okay. And then I'll make all my friends be on our, our podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> best musical is Hadestown. Get out of here. Okay, yeah. That's all. We're going to have to Get discuss out of here. it. Yeah. Don't, what, give, what, what, don't what? give it to Tootsie. That's the other one. Stop calling it Tootsie. <laughs> it doesn't deserve to be called Tootsie. Stop calling it Tootsie. <laughs> okay. And just uh, sliding into home base here with our declaration that Hadestown will win best musical. No, you can't say the same. We've already listened to this. I've listened to this maybe 300 Jeremy, times. Jeremy, that's not good. It is good. Hold on. I'm going to counter with this. Hold on. You have to let me continue. Coming. Coming. Oh, she's so good. All right. Here's some things that I I like. It it auto-plays him. Okay. I like the way that he begins this song. Wait for it. Okay. Let's just do it again. The way that he says the word road. Listen, my children. Okay. I like That's the way all. that he says compass instead of compass. Okay. And wait for me. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Where is she? I'm an adult baby. Okay. 
used to say. Another way? Around the back. Oh, it's a How to get to Hades Town. You have to take the long way down. I like how he says compass as compass. Here it comes. Okay, okay. That was it. Here's what I like in this song. Hold on. Wait, wait. Wait, hold on. Okay, wait for it. What I like is the way the fates talk. Okay, it's coming. Here we go. Are you kidding me? Um, what's the name, um, of the main, hold on, there's, there's a fate, I, I really am not over how good her voice is, I'm looking her up right now. The short Asian one who's, no, that's has not a really expressive face. No. The taller black one with the low no. voice. Jewel Blackman, who sings yes, like her. a yeah. fucking tree. She sounds like a tree. She sounds like a tree. That's all I have to say about it. She's so extraordinary. Let's just listen to this again. Hold on. The way that she says, who are you? It's so, are you kidding me? Okay. okay, I'm going to play another part from her. This is on a performance on CBS, and then we're, we should probably... This is a different wait for me. Will you oh send me that? God. She's a learned accordion for the show. Also, that's worth noting. She's. That, that. Can you play it again? Just play it again. Play, yeah, just yeah. play that part again. <laughs> She's something. This, this is a different way for me than the one that's already on Spotify. Yeah. This is the reprise. That's like those like they're like the, sort of like the like centrist democrat gatekeepers like that, trying to stop the socialist to uprising the agenda. No, they're they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. The fates don't have any agenda. No, they're, they're only they're agenda. Totally team Hades. No, I mean their agenda is just they're to totally mess with you. Hades. They're not team Hades. They'll but, he, but you have to admit he literally is leading a socialist uprising. That's like actually what he's doing. Reeve Carney or Yeah, Reeve, Reeve Carney is he's yeah, yeah. organizing he's the trying. laborers into he's, a union and yeah. then he tries to lead them on a revolution. A union? I don't know. Union yeah, feels like, like a strong word. Like they are workers and he's like getting that he's like literally organizing them. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's like a labor thing. Like that is not like the socialist thing is like maybe me taking it further than it needs to be. No, no, I hear but you. like like the, but like, the I union think, thing is like is the fates I think the fates are anarchists. The, I think the, it's important the fates are anarchists. They don't have a political affiliation. Okay, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Everyone in the world has a political affiliation. You're like, Except I'm not fates. political, but if you're not political, you're fates. complicit, and the fates are complicit. Anyway, there we go. That was say, a Tony. Wait, wait, hold on. Say okay. that again. Say that. Say that one more time while I record on Instagram. If ever so people think that it can be apolitical, but if you no, uh, sorry, I messed it up. Wait, hold on. Did it again? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Okay, okay, wait, go. There's no such thing as being apolitical because anyone who thinks like, oh, I'm not into politics. If you live in the world and you have not taken a side, then you are complicit in everything that happens that is wrong. And you're talking about the fates in... Hades Town. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. That was our Tony uh, 
preview. Wow! Um, the Tonys air when, Jeremy? A Sunday night. Sunday um, night? June. Wow. Um, in the first week of June, if, uh, yeah, June 9th. June 9th. Um, hope everybody has a fun spot to watch the Tonys. We hope you enjoyed listening to us gab about it. This was yeah. supposed to be like a 20-minute episode, and it became a 50-minute episode. Yeah, follow at Broadway underscore binge if you think Hannah is overusing the phrase okay. hot take. Use hashtag cold take. If you take. think Jeremy's overusing the phrase hundo P, hashtag, hashtag zero, zero P. P. Um, <laughs> no one cares about us, Jeremy. At least three people are going to tweet. Well, I can't wait to see what... Who, who. Meg McKinnis, has come through for me, okay? That's all I have to say. Carrie, Carrie you got me, Carrie. All right, bye, Who's everyone. Carrie? Bye. <laughs> 